0: Uh, Joshua stand up Jonathan stand up Matthew stand up Uh, before we started tonight before we met in here while you were eating these guys were making the decision to confess their faith in Jesus to turn their life around let Jesus be in charge of their lives their new lives and they were all born into God's family uh, just minutes ago. This is Joshua. This is Matthew. This is Jonathan. Welcome them to God's family. Now, if you guys will sit. Joshua, stay up right there. Now, Joshua is Roland, or Rolando's So, Roland, if you'll stand up. All right. And he's Isaiah's brother. Isaiah, would you please stand up? All right. And they are kin to some other folks in here. And I want you to see this because I want you to see what God's doing in a family. Mike, would you stand up? Melissa, would you stand up? Who am I missing? I'm missing Where's Maria? Oh, she had to go to work. Maria had to go to work. Anybody else kin to these folks? I know Esmeralda. Yes. Uh, And don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, Tell me your name. (laughs) Daniel. Daniel. I knew that. I was just checking to see if you knew. All right. Daniel, stand up, please. Because these guys, look what God's doing in this family. We talk about it a lot here. We talk about it a lot here. One of the things... One of the horrible consequences of the sins that I committed that blew my world up was what it did to my family. You've seen the same thing true, right? You make bad decisions and it doesn't just hurt you, it hurts your family. It wrecks your family. Well, one of the blessings, one of the benefits, one of the promises of God is that when you turn your life around, some of the influence that you had to blow up your family can also, God can use that to heal your family. And now watch God putting another family back together. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Have a seat. Tell me something good. Tell me anything good. And I'll explain. For those who are just here for the first time visiting, Folks, there are people sitting in this room that didn't have a very good day. Truth is, now there's lots of laughing already. We had good pizza. We had a chance to be together. But there's some folks in here that came just barely getting there. All right, Having a hard time getting by. There's some other folks in here that have not had a good day for about a lifetime and uh, I heard some descriptions of those kind of lives today and I felt lost, I felt like nobody cared, I felt like I didn't have any hope Uh, if you feel that way Jesus can help turn that around please don't leave here without us visiting, okay? Don't leave here without us visiting but the truth is or at least I believe it's the truth, that God works everything together for good. About the time I thought my world was falling apart, what does that song say? Maybe it was just falling into place. Made bad decisions? You messed up? We did, didn't we? And yet God has worked it out for good. Now you don't have to believe that. You do not have to believe that to be welcome here. You do not have to believe that to be have pizza and be accepted here. But it's what I believe and it's one of the reasons we do this exercise. So that we can see even in spite of all the bad things God still is working some good things. Anybody got a chair next to him? Dominique's worked hard all day and I'd like him to get a chance to rest. All right, That's a good man. Thank you Brianna. Alright. Somebody tell me something good. Lexus. Julie had her baby Zoe, Faith, Rexita. Do <laughs> you know the weight? Okay. Which is good. I think that's kind of weird to name the, give a baby a weight. I mean, ladies, you wouldn't want that to happen at your funeral. Uh, sister so and so passed away from this life weighing pounds. No, you don't want that. So, no, 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 no. All right, somebody tell me something good. who got a brand new that's a good 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 Sonia who got a brand new life last week you did yeah and you got all your kids and where are they right now here with you safe well fed being loved and taught does God work all things together for good yeah it does somebody tell me something good Outstanding. <laughs> and with that much money, she can take me to lunch. Yeah. All right. Somebody tell me something good. Anybody? Anything good? Uh Julia went to the doctor today because she has knee problem, and I didn't realize that she had a tumor in her knee, and they told me that it was the nine. That's good. Well, it's good. It's good that they found it. It's good news that it's benign, and we pray. We're praying that it's taken out and with no incidents, with no with no problems at all. Last call. Uh, as a public school teacher, uh, I don't often get an opportunity to really talk about my faith, but to have a little opening day exercise where kids fill out something. tell them themselves. tell me something about themselves. So I thought, well, I'll just fill them out twice. Once, how I would have answered it in high school, and how I would answer it now. And one of the things, the most important thing you need to know about me is, and on both of those sheets, I just wrote, I love Jesus. And I explained, it's not because I'm all that, or now the reason why I love Jesus, because as far as I know, Whatever you've done, I've probably done something or thought about doing something worse. And I need Jesus every day. And i had a lot of positive responses. Good. I heard a guy say one time why he loved Jesus, because Jesus loved him first. He started it. (laughs) He started it. Got your Bibles? Go to Psalms 146. This is the last <coughs> easiest way to find Psalms if you're having a, let's get the hand these guys a Bible go right to the middle of your Bible go right to the middle of the Bible go right to the middle and that'll take you to Psalms 146. Go right to the middle, Jonathan. Yeah I'm sorry. I sent you the wrong direction. There you go. 146. We got a lot of We got a lot of fresh faces, so let's take a minute, okay? And it'll help the folks that are here for the first time if we'll agree that the most important thing that can happen today, the most important thing that can happen today is for them to hear some word from God. So let's give them that chance, okay? I love to watch our folks find it. There's some of us that have been reading the Bible for a long time, and there's some of us that have just gotten started. You notice there's nobody going to make fun of you. If you can't find a certain book, we're just going to help you find that book because somebody helped us when we got started. So Psalms 146. This will be the last Wednesday that we study these Psalms together like this from what's called the fifth book of Psalms. It's the fifth book of these songs that God wrote. Okay? This will be our last night to study the Psalms. We'll start another, well, in fact, we're going to have an old-fashioned prayer meeting next week. The 31st, we're just going to have an old-fashioned prayer meeting. You come ready with the things you want to pray about. We're going to give everybody a card and just let you fill out things you want to thank God for, things you want to ask God for. And then we're we're going to pray, and we're going to pray, and we're going to pray, and we're going to see what God can begin to do with the mess we've made of things or the mess that somebody else made of things, okay? Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, God gives us Wednesday night. If He gives us Wednesday night, it'll be a pr- old-fashioned prayer meeting, okay? And then beginning in September, if He gives us September, we'll start a new study. But when we began this study in Psalms, when we began these last several chapters in the book of Psalms, Um, somebody had told me a story and I've told you before who it was and I want it remembered, I want it remembered not only in this place but I want it remembered any place where anybody hears this story because the, the sister that told Antonio the sister that told Antonio this story is long gone now and now that story lives on and I hope that the teaching that we do, the teaching from God's Word we do, that it continues to live on. This sister told Antonio, said, and I, I, I'll embellish it, uh, you know, I've been a teacher for a long time, so I guess that happens on all stories, but he came in from work just like some of you did, just as you are. It's a come as you are kind of deal. He came in. He came into the big old church there, <coughs> And he came dressed in his work clothes he hadn't cleaned up. But he didn't come to the confessional. He didn't come to the altar. He didn't come to talk to any priest, any monk. He came and sat by the box that held the sacred bread. And he would just sit there. Now the priest would walk by and see him, his mouth moving, but he he couldn't hear what he was saying. The story, as I understood it, goes that a light began to shine out of the box onto this old man, and the priest wanted to know, "What are you praying?" He stopped him and said, "What are you praying?" He said, "What does it matter what I'm praying?" He said, "I'm I'm walked by here. You don't come to the confessional. You don't come to the altar. And I think maybe the priest had his feelings hurt a little bit. You don't come talk to me. You just come sit by the box and you pray. You, You you pray. What are you praying?" And the guy said, I'm really not even praying. I'm just telling God, a kiestah tu one. Now those of us who are real Spanish speakers know what that means. Here is your one. uh, I've been to a lot of our, I've been to a lot of churches. And I'm not saying these churches taught it, I'm just saying I felt it. Did you listen to me? I'm not being critical of anybody. I'm just telling you how I felt, (coughs) not what they taught. I felt like I had to go prepared for church. I had to be dressed a certain way. I had to behave a certain way. I had to be at the right place, at the right time, in the right clothes, in the right frame of mind. You heard me? I didn't. I'm not blaming anybody. I don't know if that's what was taught. I just know that's how I felt. Here's the problem with that. When I messed up, when I destroyed my life, when I blew up my family, when I lost my life, the life I intended to live forever, when I lost my reputation, when I lost my ministry, when I lost my, when I ruined my life and damaged my family. I could no longer show up. I could no longer show up to that church that way. So it dawned on me when we started meeting here, why don't we just be a come as you are kind of church? Doesn't matter where you've been. Doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter what anybody knows that you've done, or even what you'll admit that you've done. What matters is that we stand here, sit here, gather here in the presence of God. A rex. Here is your rex. I've got nothing to offer except me, God. We're not bringing any kind of reputation. We're not bringing any kind of education. We're not bringing any kind of expertise. We're not bringing any kind of righteousness. It's just us, all right? Come as you are. If you can approach God that way, if you can approach God that way, then start the prayer. Start the prayer with this praise. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Now, there must be a reason. There must be a reason. So if I could pray that prayer, if I could sing that praise, somebody tell me why. We We never lose. Why would you praise that praise? Why would you pray that prayer? I, I want our answers. I don't want Sunday school answers. I want to tell them, why do you praise the Lord, oh my soul? Why do you say, I will praise the Lord as long as I live? What's he done? He saved you. What's he done with your life? He took me out of all the darkness and destruction that I caught. And he changed everything around to where we were. Yeah. Yeah. What's he done for you? What's, what reason would you have? I'm, you go to church, you got to sing songs. You go to church, you got to pray prayers. That's, that's kind of like the rule. They check you at the door. You're going to pray? You're going to sing? All right. No, no. This is a man not going to church. This is a man not showing up for church. He doesn't have his prayer book or his song book or his Bible under his arm. He's just standing before God at Chiesa 2 Rex. God, here I am. I want to praise you as long as I live. Why would you want to praise him? If you're going to praise him. You don't have to say you're praising him. Nobody's going to put any pressure on you to praise him. But if you're going to praise him, tell me why you're going to praise him. Rebecca. Here, sober, with my kids. I'll praise you as long as I live. Danielle. My safe haven, he's like the safest place I've ever been in my life. And I believe and I trust in him and I give everything we can. I know I'm safe. Brad. Brad. You start naming the people in your life that God placed there to bless you, to turn you, to rescue you, to help you. Dylan, you guys, okay? You start naming people, you start naming people that will, that God put in your life to bless you, and we'll be going all rest of the night, won't we? Tell me, as long as I live, I'm going to praise the Lord. Why? Why? I, did I see another hand, Melissa? <laughs> um, for not giving up on me and not letting me hurt myself when I try to hurt myself. Not giving up on me, Catherine. all my life whether I do it or not I should do it I should praise him because of what he's done for me the blessings of a family somebody mentioned family there it is he saved me yes he did he kept me alive when I wanted to harm myself yes made sense I'm still trying to figure that one out, but it's headed that direction. I will praise you as long as I live. Now folks, look at the next verse, because he's about to say something that we need to hear. If we're going to claim that God has done these wonderful things for us, if we're going to claim that we're going to praise him for the rest of our lives, if we're going to praise him, look what he says. Do not put your trust in princes in mortal men who cannot save stop stop Now we can hide behind we can hide from this verse if we want to by saying well we don't know any royalty we don't know any princes we don't know any kings we don't know any sons of kings tell me what it means that you don't put your trust in princes Men or government? What does it mean, princes? The that you feel like you have a weakness for. Anybody that you think you have a weakness for? Now, if you flip that over, it would be somebody who thought deserved whatever they wanted from you. Ladies, are you listening? Fellas, are you listening? You do not put your trust in princes. Do not put your trust in nice guys. Do not put your trust in sweet talking women. Do not put your trust in anyone who cannot save. Because the truth is, the truth is, what can happen? What can happen with every one of us in here? Our good intentions, our grit, teeth gritted, fish clenched foot, stomping commitment to Jesus. What can happen to anybody in here? Fail. We can fail. We can mess up. We can betray. We can lie. We can let down. We can hurt somebody, right? So where's your trust going to be? It's got to be somewhere beyond. It has to be in somebody that ca- that can save. So that old boy that you love so much and you just think it's so wonderful. Uh, you know what she told me? She told me. She said, he does this, 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 this. And I said, do you want a guy like that, 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 that in your life? And you know what she said? Yes. Because I love him. I jumped off my desk and choked her. <laughs> <laughs> or wanted to, anyway. I just thought I'd try a new counseling technique. <laughs> WWF off the top rope turnbuckle. And <laughs> ladies, let's talk a second. I know you don't want to be... Guys... Let's talk a second. I know you don't want to be alone. But don't, your, don't put your trust in a, that guy that you think you love. Do not put your trust in that woman that you think loves you. Uh-uh. When their spirit departs... Look at verse 4. I didn't write this. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Now that verse is talking about they're going to die, basically. I want to put my trust in someone who cannot die. I want to put my trust in Jesus, who was raised from the dead and now lives forever. I got word of God on that. I'm settled on that issue. I want to put my trust in Jesus. But I think there's something maybe even a little bit more significant here. If their spirit can depart is it possible their spirit can depart from you? They can look in your eyes and say, I love you so much, and I love you with the rest of my life. And I, I, I mean, I, you hear these guys, Oh, honey, I love you so much. I will climb the highest mountain for you. Oh, honey, I will cross the hottest desert for you. Oh, honey, I'd swim the deepest ocean for you. But I'll come see you tomorrow if you give me some gas money. And the reason we got that kind of response, there's some folks in here that know exactly what that guy's (laughs) name is. I didn't until you talked. Does it happen? Does it happen? If their spirit departs to you, what happens? If their spirits depart from you, what happens to their plans? It would be funny if I had not heard it so often from folks in this room. And I'm not looking at anybody, not pointing at anybody. If I could remember exact ones, I'd look right at you. (laughs) You had a fight. You broke up. You came and told me, said, well, it's all over Rex." I broke up with him, and you didn't really break up with him. He broke up with you, but that doesn't matter. I'll let you take the claim. I broke up with him. I'm through. I'm ready to live my life for Jesus. I don't want to go back to him. You're broken up for about 24 hours, maybe 36 hours. I get a text. Oh, I love him so much. I can't live without him. And then guess what you find out? In those 24 hours, no. In those 12 hours, no, 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 no. In those six hours, no, 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 no. In that two hours he was away from you, guess what he did? Somebody else tell me what he did. He checked in with somebody else. He was devastated, wasn't he? He was devastated. The love of his life broke up with him, so he was devastated, so he ran and got somebody else. You want that guy in your life? Do not put your love, do not put your trust, do not put your hope, do not put your commitment to princes that cannot be trusted. When their spirit departs, their plans will come to an end. But the best part's coming. Here's who you do trust. I want you to watch this. I'm going to read this part. Just read it into the record, and then let's talk about it. Blessed, now that blessed is, remember? What's blessed? Anybody can tell me? We talked about this. Do not say. Oh, come on. Somebody's about to say, somebody say, what does blessed mean? Somebody please say it so I can draw on the board one more time. Because yeah, there's people sitting there saying don't anybody say that word. Blessed when you hear you and you go to church and you listen to the church on the TV and you listen to the church on the radio, and they talk about blessed. Blessed means God wants you to be. I knew somebody'd say it. I love it. I love it. It gives me a chance to draw my little roller coaster. cause this is happy. When things are happening like you like, you're happy. When things are not happening like you like, you're not happy. I just want to be that's what she told me. She said, I just want to be happy. Guess what? you'll never get there, folks? Because you wake up one morning and you've got a job. Yes, you're happy. Excellent. You've got a job, and you go outside and the tire is flat. You're not so happy. Your next door neighbor comes in fixing it, and he is a hunk of a fella, and you're happy. And then you meet his wife and 12 kids. You are not so happy. That's how you guys live your life, right? Woo! Woo! And I see you. I see you on the days that you're happy and everything's wonderful. God is alive. I just the best. I love God. And then something goes bad. God has died. He doesn't know you're at And you didn't think you ever believed. Right? You don't want to be. It's not happy, folks. You don't you really don't want happy cuz happy It's up and down. No, you want train track. You want blessed. Blessed means you're going to get home if you just stay on track. One more time. Blessed is you're going to get home if you just stay on track. Is the wind going to blow? Storm going to rage? Water going to rise? Yeah. Guess what? If you're on track, you're going to get home, right? You're still going to make it home. That's what blessed is. I want to. I was. I in my life. I made choices because I wanted to be happy. And guess what I found out? Uh. Uh-uh. Because the next minute, happy fell out. The floor fell out from under me. You want to be blessed? Look at this. You want to be on the train track and get home? Look what he says blessed he and he is he whose help is god of jacob whose hope is in the lord his god i want you to circle i want you to circle right now the word help i want you to circle the word help i hear people all the time. My little criminales there in post, they always tell me, I don't ask anybody for help. It's obvious. Because look where you are. You didn't ask people to help you break that habit. You didn't ask, ask for people to help you make it to school. You didn't ask anybody to help you. So where'd you end up on your own power? In a mess, Right? I didn't ask anybody for help and look where I ended up. I asked them, I asked those boys I teach, they, every one of them by the way, and I have their autographs. so I'm about to be independently wealthy. Because every one of those guys, I'm serious, every one of them is either going to be an NBA star, basketball player, or they're going to be the next rapper that makes it big. And not, none of them can sing. Of course, you don't have to sing, I guess, if you can say, who let the dogs out? <laughs> woof, woof, I, you know. <laughs> or, and none of them can play basketball. I've watched them. I could take them on a basketball court, and that's sad. Now, that's sad. The point is, they're dreaming these dreams. They're not dreaming. They're not dreaming. They're fantasizing because the reality is too hard for them to hang on to. It's too hard for them to look at. They're going to go home. Kid, picked up parole officer picked him up at our place picked him up at our place drove him five hours away to meet his mama at a certain point at a certain time it had been verified certified authorized and notarized got there and guess what she never showed they had to keep him in custody for an extra day until they could find somebody that would take that old boy that's the kind of reality he's looking for, and here's the point of all that. They tell me I don't ask for help from nobody. I've heard some of you say oh, I have a hard time asking for help. I, okay, I got you. Now there's some of us don't have any trouble, and it's you ask for help for. I need somebody to rub my. No, no, no. I'm not talking about you asking for. I'm talking about sometimes it's hard for you to ask for help. I, I tell any one of those boys, I said, um, go to the library and pick out any book. Any book written by any political hero, any, any sports hero, any, any musician, and look in the first page. Guess what's going to be on the first page of every book ever written by anybody who was ever successful? Acknowledgements to those people who Help. helped. Let your help be in the Lord. You think you can't can't ask for help? You think that nobody can help you? Boy, let the Lord be your help. And if you're going to let the Lord be your help, it would make sense that you'd let the family of God be your help. Keep reading. If his help is in the Lord, if his hope is in the Lord, who is the maker of heaven and earth and sea and everything in them, the Lord who remains faithful forever. The old boy may not be faithful for long, The gal may not be faithful ever, but God will be faithful forever. Keep reading. And just number these. What does he do? He upholds the cause of the oppressed. There's some of you got hurt. There's some of you that got hurt by people in your life. And to the extent that it was a legal issue, may the Lord uphold your case. More the, more, may the Lord uphold your cause. You have been oppressed. May God uphold your case, your cause. Keep reading. He gives food to the hungry. Are we not glad? Are we not glad? Now the truth is, folks, I don't know much about hunger. I don't know much about hunger. Forty minutes and I'm going to snack but there are folks that have walked in here before who hadn't had anything to eat all day long. Are we glad that the Lord feeds the hungry? There's some of you that have called, some of you have, have texted, some of you have, have met with me up here and said, listen, i got to have some help. Did you hear that word? i got to have some help. i need, I got to buy groceries. You think I've been there? Yeah. So, how does that feel when you ask for that? How do you feel when you ask for help? You're humbled. Are you afraid somebody's going to judge you? So, what if they do? Let's let's say it out loud. Let's just say they judge you. You're asking for help. Yep, you got me. You nailed it. Now, one of these days, are you going to be able to help somebody else? I hope. Would that not be amazing that God helped you through a tough time and so that when those tough times are over, and God willing, they will be, and those tough times are over and you get to help somebody else, how big a deal is that going to be for you? Is that going to be one of those good... Oh, man, I want to... He upholds the cause of the oppressed. He gives food to the hungry. And he sets prisoners free. <laughs> You betcha. You guys that walked out of jail, you ladies that walked out of jail, there's no judgment here. We say it, and if anybody judges you, let me know. (coughs) We will make sure somebody kicks them in the throat. (laughs) But we say it here, it doesn't matter where you've been, so it doesn't matter where you've been. But those of you who've had the experience, I've watched kids do it, I wanted to see what you think when you walked out and that door shut behind you and you were free you could look up at the sky and see sky you could interact with people how does it feel give me a word Please. how's it feel me, when I broke out, I was scared. scared how's it feel scared, scared? You want to run? Free? How'd you feel? Good, scared, all at the same time. It's one of those scared that's you're so excited. One of my, my kids always tell me, those, my kids in post always tell me, I said, uh, you're getting out tomorrow, how you feeling? And they'll say, anxious. And I say, anxious? And I said, are you meaning anxious scared or anxious excited? And they'll say, yeah. <laughs> but it's not just getting out of jail the Lord does for you. He sets you free from addiction. He sets you free from some bad relationships. If you'll let Him, He'll set you free from some fears that have kept you in bondage all your life. The Lord upholds the cause of the oppressed. He feeds the hungry And he sets prisoners free. Keep reading. He gives sight to the blind. Jesus is going to do that. And he's never given me that ability to do it. But I've watched people that were blind and by the way they lived, blinded by the way they were living. I've seen Jesus give them sight. I've seen them have the eyes of their heart enlightened. I've seen them change because they could finally see, because God let them see the light. Some of you are blind. Some of you are blind to some of the relationships you're in. Some of you are blind to some of the habits that you've got. Some of you are blind to some of the people in your life that you've let surround you. May God give sight to the blind. Keep reading. And he lifts up those who are blind now, you can pronounce this a couple of different ways. How would you pronounce this word? God lifts up those who are bowed down or bowed down. I heard both pra- ways to pronounce it. What do you think it means? We're weighed down. Weighed down. Sometimes you're bowed down. You're bent over like a boat. You're bowed down under the burden. Some of you walked in here tonight, you're worried about your utilities, you're worried about your job, you're worried about your car, you're worried about your kids, you're worried about what am I going to do tomorrow. You're just loaded down with all that stuff. What does God do for those folks? He lifts them up. Did you know also, not not only does He do it for those who are loaded, overloaded with life, He does it with folks who humble themselves, who bow down, and humble themselves before God. My Bible says, humble yourself before the Lord and He will lift you up. Guys, I think particularly it's true of us. We like to be tough. We're going to be tough. Yeah, I'm tough. I run my head through that wall. It won't hurt nothing. I was teaching another day. Serious, and if it, if that person's sitting in here, I tell you, I'm I'm using. I don't remember who you are, so I'm not doing this to embarrass you. But I'm telling you, what you said was like brought up there at the top ten stupid things. Okay, if if back there to the little plant, if that little plant hanging up over Rudy's head. If that plant is the direction I've got to go to find life, if that's the direction I've got to go to find peace, if that's the direction I've got to go to find hope, and I'm going this direction, what have I got to do? I've got to turn around. Before I'm going to turn around, what do I got to do? Stop! And then I've got to do what? I've got to make the decision that I'm going the wrong way. Right? Right? I asked a guy, don't know if he's in here or not, but if he is, would you please come back and talk to me because I want to make sure you, you're all right in the head. I said, if you're walking this direction, but that direction is home and that direction is life and that direction is peace and that direction is all the good stuff and you're going this direction, I said, what do you need to do? He said, well, you just need to keep running. I'm not lying. He said, you just need to keep running into that wall. I said, what's going to happen if you keep running into that wall? And he said, "Ah, if I keep running into that wall, then it'll fall down. (laughs) Was that you? Anybody want to admit that was you? Because I want you to get up here and try that deal. Because you know what happens when you hit that wall? My, my, My boys in post... They get mad, woo, and they're tough. And you can tell it. I got a kid, and you guys, you guys that have been around, you all know this. This kid, he, he, he walks like this, and I don't know what the significance is, so you guys that have been there, tell me. I'm serious. That's how he walks. I mean, a dude fights. The dude fights every day. I mean every day. Because he's walking down the hall and somebody says something to him about his walk. I would too. And he gets in a fight. If you're walking, he gets in a fight and he gets mad. And so what does he do? He punches the wall. Guess what happens almost every day? Goes to the nurse. Has to get a bandage around his hand. I said, what would you do? He punch the wall. Okay, folks, at some point, do you learn? If you fight a wall, who's going to win? The wall, the wall is. So you keep running. Uh, this would not apply to anybody here, I'm sure. But you keep going that direction. You keep hanging out with those same people. You keep trying that same stuff. You keep hanging on to that same relationship. You keep banging your head into that wall. And what's going to happen? Well, everything is going to change. The wall is just going to fall down. And No, what's going to happen? You're going to knock yourself out. You're going to damage your brain more so than it's already damaged. So what do you need to do? Turn around. Turn around. To turn around, you've got to admit you're going the wrong direction. And that's what humbling yourself to the Lord is. It's not acting all meek and I'm sorry. I'm not any good. No, it's not acting all that humble stuff. It's being humble before God to say, God I messed up. I've got to do it your way. And at 50 years old sitting in my old bedroom the same bedroom I had when I was 5 years old sitting in that bedroom on the same bed living with my parents when I had to give up a house and property and retirement and all that because of my stupidity, my shame I had to tell God, God i got to let you do this because i my way messed up. My way messed up. you got to humble yourself. you got to bow down. Let God have His way. He will lift you up. Oh, He loves the righteous. He watches the aliens. He sustains the fatherless and the widows. You don't have a daddy? God knows it and watches over you. You lost the love of your life? God watches over you. He knows you, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. I know we go to thinking that the wicked folks get everything they want, when they want it, how they want it. Don't buy that. Don't believe that. Guy in here last week said he's, did it work in the old way? He's finding the easy money. God will frustrate the wicked. You find yourself frustrated? Maybe it's because you walk in the wrong direction. The Lord reigns forever. Underline it. The Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, your God, O church, your God, O open, your God for all generations. Praise the Lord. There's our prayer. Here is your God. Open. Here is your God, church. Here is your God, Sonia. Here is your God, Rex. Here is your God. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. 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 Hug somebody whether you like them or not. And bring me those letters.